here in Chicago. She's gotten so many people elected. She's one of the most respected people in the city of Chicago. She founded Publicity Works and is is the president of this company um, under all kinds of odds. She had a wonderful career in television for many years, and I had the honor to actually produce her when I first started producing at WVON. Her name is Delmarie Cobb. Hi, Delmarie. Good morning, and I had the honor of having you as a producer. Oh, thank you, Del. (laughs) You know, just seven days ago, the Los Angeles Times did a poll. What does America think of Kamala Harris? Uh, she's a California native, but as of September 28th, they said 42% of registered voters had a favorable opinion of Harris and 51% had an unfavorable opinion, a net rating of negative nine percentage points. And from what I remember, no one liked Kamala from the beginning. <laughs> what is it about accomplished black women? around this country, whether it be the state's attorney or district attorney in New York who did the investigation on R. Kelly and sent sent that case down the pipeline to the powers that be, what is it about black women that makes them such easy targets, Delmarie? Well, first of all, you're black, so you're already a target, and then you're a woman. That makes you another target. And that's what we have to understand, that we've got two burdens that we carry as black women, Mm -hmm. always. And that never changes. And one of the things I've, I've said to black women elected officials is we seem to forget when we're enjoying the largesse of the uh, electorate Mm -hmm. that it is only temporary because we are the flavor of the month and you can just go down the line um tony pretwinkle was the flavor of the month then kim fox was the flavor of the month then Lori lightfoot was was the flavor of the month but you can only have one flavor of the month so whenever the white electorate decides that this is who we, we like and this is who we support, the others get kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. Like Tony Preckwinkle. Exactly. And so that's what we have to understand. It happens in our community. And we can't let it go to our heads when we're riding high and then claim to be victims when we're, uh, we're, we're, the, we're the recipients of the attacks. And and so we have to always understand that, and oftentimes we forget and think that, oh, this is the way it's always going to be, when, in fact, historically, black people are relational and white people are transactional, mm. which, mean for, which means for white people it's always going to be about what have you done for me lately. And you don't see that relationship as unhealthy as it is, that we have that same relationship with, um, you know, the black electorate. Do we even have a flavor of the month or, you know, why is it so easy to kick them under the bus? You know, Mayor Lightfoot has had a pandemic. She's had a strike. (laughs) She's had violence. She's had demonstrations. She's had statues come down. 
this, I don't know one white man. I can't name one white man that would have miraculously been able to take on all of that. Well, the problem is that, I mean, all of those things happen no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have all a million things that take place that you are totally unforeseen. Right. You're never going to prepare for them if you're an elected official. Right. So you you cannot ever cry victim. And as black people, of course, we can never cry victim. Uh, and we can never say we're weak and we can never make excuses. Uh, so we carry that. That's another burden we carry. Um, but we have to just understand that part of what we're dealing with in terms of opinion makers are the white media. They're Come on. The ones, so Come on. What, so it's always through their lens. And, what, and that is why the black media are so important, mm. because we have to offset that. And oftentimes you'll see we, we, not the media, but the community starts going along with the white media because the white media is forming the opinions. And, and we have to understand that, and oftentimes we don't have a way to offset it. And I remember when Lori Lightfoot became, uh, got elected, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden every article was about her and Tony Prettwinkle fighting each other. That's right. That's right. And, and everybody was, I mean, every story no matter what happened, it was about them fighting each oh, other. Oh, you can go ahead and say it was Fran Spillman. Well, but it was great but it was great that the Crusader finally wrote an op ed yes. that said enough is enough. Yes. We need you all to govern. We don't need to have this continuing this continuous cat fight being played out by the media and us going along with it. Let them govern. Let them do what we elected them to do. Right. 773-591-1690. We're talking to Del Marie Cobb. She's a big political operative in the city. And before you go off, I want to talk about your trip to Washington, D.C. a couple of weeks ago. I saw your um, comments in Politico where you were saying that Rahm Emanuel was the worst mayor that you'd ever seen in your (laughs) lifetime and how offended you were, as I am, that Joe Biden would even nominate someone that there has been such. I mean, I I can't remember any, uh, you know, other than Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas. I can't think of any person that has been nominated to have be a member of a cabinet or to be ambassador who was poo-pooed who's where the people said no we can't have this they were just poo-pooed it wasn't even considered our feelings about who this man Rahm Emanuel is we've been talking to Delmarie Cobb why are black women such a target why do why can there be more than just as Delmarie said more than one flavor of the month. What is it about Vice President Harris that just goes against the sensibilities of white women, black women, all women? When did we fall into this? I I can't, I don't know. I wasn't around when my parents were growing up, but there was a sense of pride when there were black people, even if they were crazy as hell, like the silent six and all of that. But they they respected them. 
And they didn't fall for the okey-doke. And they would pick up their Chicago defenders and their citizens and their and and their crusaders and all of these other black media uh, newspapers around the country and and just think for themselves. When did we get away from that? Well, we got away from that when we lost our uh, the media mm-hmm. and when we let the white media become uh, our dominant source of information. Um, as I, I talk about it all the time, that I cannot listen to VON or Pick Up a Defender or The Crusader or or Indigo or any of the other black media outlets or Carl West or any of them and not find something new every time I read it. That's right. Something that I will not see or hear in the white media. And and so we have to continue to support our media so that our side of the story comes out. There's a reason it's called his story. It because it is his story. Right. It is the white man's story. And if we want our version of the news, we have to also balance that. And and that's one of the things that you don't. I mean, that we're losing. That we really desperately need to protect. And I agree 100% because, you know, first of all, I was reading uh, Lynn Sweet when she was talking about uh, Rahm Emanuel. And she said one of the things that stuck out, there's no serious opposition to his nomination. And she defended that. Uh, One of the people I'm working with, uh, Norman Solomon, Mm -hmm. um, uh, out of Roots Action, and he also wrote the uh, book or had the organization called FAIR, which was Fairness and Accuracy in Media. Media, right. And he said, uh, he challenged her, and she said, well, it's, it's not any, there's not any significant right. uh, opposition. And so he So said, I'm not so, significant. We're not significant. Exactly. And the, victims of, and the victims of police brutality and misconduct and those who were killed uh, while Rahm Emanuel was mayor, they're not significant either. And so, I mean, every black elected official in this city should be up in arms. See, that's what I that say. Rahm Emanuel mm-hmm. is being considered an ambassador or any position in the Biden administration. And the reason this is not just a local issue is because because that was one of the questions I was asked by the media when I was in Washington mm-hmm. is is, isn't this just a local issue? No, it's not just a local issue. This is a national issue because Biden would not become, would not be the president of the United States right now if it weren't for black people. And you cannot, um, in, uh, out of one side of your mouth, say that you're for the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act and then out of the other side of your mouth promote the faith of police misconduct, and that is Rahm Emanuel. He is the face of that for the cover-up that he tried to uh, uh, continue of Laquan McDonald, because that was a cover-up, and we know that. Yes, he has plausible deniability because he, because he was uh, protected by his administration, but when his corporation counsel went to the finance committee five days after the election mm-hmm. and asked for $5 million for Laquan McDonald's mother before she even filed any kind of lawsuit, you know that they were sitting on that and praying every day that it didn't come out before the election. Well, they made sure it didn't. Absolutely. 
And so we're going to then sit back quietly. And I understand that as black people, we're under siege. Every time you look up, something is coming at us. We, we go from one crisis to the next crisis. But we also have to focus that this man is young enough that if he is able to recreate his uh, image, uh, rehabilitate his reputation right. and resume, he will look up, we will look up and he will be the next senator of Illinois. Or he will be the next governor of Illinois. And this will be uh, uh, forgotten completely. Laquan McDonald will be forgotten completely. Del Marie, I can't thank you enough uh, for spending this time with me. I wish you could come in here and sit with me all day long, but <laughs> it is just such an honor to um, discuss this with you. And I'm going to continue the discussion with our our caller, 773-591-1690. You know, things are opening up. Um, I've got a birthday coming up. I'd love to Happy take birthday. you to. I, I'd love to take you to dinner in November. Okay. All right, then. Del Marie Cobb.